I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illenials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's your white... Uh, shit. It, what? <laughs> your white I don't know. What? Like a, ooh, ooh, excuse me. Can we start over? Or do, um, are we still going? We're still, We're still going. going. What are you trying to say? Is, <laughs> I don't know. My tongue just... It's was the boy that makes you a boy. You're a local water wizard here. Oh, Marcus. Sorcerer. Like you're the wet sorcerer. Ah, yes. I like the alliteration of water, water wizard. wizard. Water like weather wizard from Flash. <laughs> yes. And where does a water wizard live? Water world. Exactly. Oh, shit. Well, boys, I have some bad news for you all. Uh-oh. I have coronavirus. Oh, no. Well, shit. And I'm dying. So, this is going to be an episode... Light on Smith, we'll oh, say. Man. So, I feel like shit. I'm uh, hot garbage, but I'm still here. I'm going to tough my way through it, and we're going to talk about fucking shit. So, okay, real quick question. Uh-huh. How the heck did you get the coronavirus? You, like, barely leave your house. I mean, I go to work, and I meet a lot of people at work. <laughs> I go to work every I single barely day. Barely <laughs> leave your house. <laughs> and I touch, I touch things that people have touched, and... Ugh. Well, look, people in my work are nasty-ass motherfuckers, man. They don't wash their fucking hands. And I know, because I hear them while I'm pooping. We talked about this at my right work out. today. How often, like, men and women, we were both talking about how, how often we're in the bathroom. And somebody comes in, does their business, and then leaves without ever touching oh, the, the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have, you don't actually have coronavirus. You I mean, I feel pretty fluey, so pretty we'll see. Fluey. Are you ready for your 14-day quarantine? Yes, I'm going to uh, spend my time watching uh, TV shows, probably Deep Space Nine, and jacking off furiously. So, well, you can combine those two things if you watch Deep Space 69. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be a really, really easy transition for you there. That has I'll to be a you. thing, right? Like, there's yeah. no way it doesn't Instead exist. Instead of Cork, his name is Cock. You know, it's easy stuff. <laughs> You sound so like you sound so bored making this up. I am. Sometimes it's when just it's like, wrote. Yeah, when you're as when you're a comedic genius like I am, sometimes it's just, you're just spitting off stuff that could make millions and you don't even know it. You know. Mm-hmm. So hard life. Is seven of nine on Deep Space Nine or no? Is Voyager okay? Well, she could be oh, six of nine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy there. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, she was very hot back in the day. Still is kind was. of. Was I was about to say we're gonna fight. Marcus, talk some more. I enjoy words and conversing with my buddies. <laughs> talk to us about talk fucking us about seven of nine. <laughs> oh. Jerry Ryan. <laughs> 
I don't know why I thought this you was like You think we told you to talk about talking? <laughs> okay, real quick, y'all. I know this is violating my shit and talk rule for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I've looked up Deep Space 69. Mm-hmm. And it hey. does exist. And the lead actress's name, I'm not kidding you, is Kamisha. Ha! Hey. Her actual oh. name? It's what, it's what it says right here. Wow. There's also, I'm not making this up, Dick Nasty. Ah. Okay. And Misty Rain. Misty Rain. <gasps> now, Marcus, you react as if you know that. Yeah, name. that sounded very, no, very telling. I, it, it just it just sounds kind of familiar. Is that it? I mean, yes. It just sounds familiar, that's all. It just sounds like a porn star that, that I might know of. That exists. Right. Um, but yeah, in um, less pornographic news, which honestly, we talk so much about porn and masturbation <laughs> on this podcast. It's actually crazy. The natural parts of life. Like, it's when we get done recording, sometimes my wife is like, do you guys talk about politics? My wife. <laughs> my wife. Um, like, she's like, do you guys just talk about dicks and porn all day? And I'm like, kind of. Um... But in something that is very much not pornographic, um, we had two Democratic uh, nominees drop out today. Uh, Amy Klobuchar and the rat himself, Pete Buttchug. What? Yes. Did they just run out of money? I'm pretty sure Buttchug was out of money and Klobuchar was probably out of money and just really didn't have any reason to run anymore. She wasn't even in polling in top fives or sixes anywhere really. So. Was it her thing that she was third place? Yay. Woo. Was that her thing? I mean, I've heard her say it a few times. I was like, <laughs> that's that's not good. Yeah, so they both dropped out, and people are, I know, um, even though he's on a, a, a no-sniff policy, he's going to have to chime in here, because I know he, he had some uh, some big brain takes on this about how it's it can be, it can be seen as a good thing and a bad thing for Bernie. So do you want to chime in here? Well, it's pretty clear that the DNC is trying to coordinate this behind the scenes. Yeah. The fix Butt is Chug, in. But Chuck said that he dropped out because he didn't want to be the thing that was keeping Bert, that was that was going to let Bernie get uh, a majority. And Klobuchar didn't say anything to that effect. But then, uh, according to reports, Pete Butchug got a call from Obama. So Obama was making moves behind the scenes. But he still won't endorse Joe Biden. So what does that tell you? Well, he knows he's not a good fit for president. So this is but a, we already knew that. Of course. So this is a clear effort to consolidate the moderate uh, lane against Bernie and to throw the election to Joe Biden, who again gropes little girls, sniffs hair, and cannot string together a coherent sentence. So that's who they're going to give this to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, they're really, I mean, I still don't think, I mean, some people are, like, talking about it as if Bernie is out just because of this. Um, I don't think that's true. Uh, of course, there are a lot of moderates who are probably for Pete and Amy who will go to the Biden side. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I still think there's a bunch of people out there who really, really want Bernie to be president. And we're, we're overlooking the fact that he, he got three out of the four primaries. And, of course, people who, like, were runners up to him have dropped out. But Biden only got one, and it was—he did win by a lot, but it was fucking South Carolina. I mean, obviously, um, Tom Steyer was like third there. I mean, what do you expect? He dropped out as well. And he dropped out. I mean, I didn't even mention him oh, because who gives you. a fuck? 
Um, <laughs> he's like Bloomberg to me. I don't even consider Bloomberg a factor, even though he didn't drop out. Um, no. Bloomberg's one of the only people who stayed because he has, you know, a trillion dollars, so he can just run this campaign for as long as he wants. Um, but there is a lot of support for Bernie out there, and there are peop- there are people every day who are, I mean, former moderates, former pe- people, Amy people, um, Warren people who are going to Bernie's side, and I think that there's still a, a big amount of support for him, and there's and they're only going to be pushing harder now that um, they're trying to put in the fix. I'll say this. Um, voters are weird. They have strange, inscrutable, idiosyncratic reasons for supporting different candidates. It's entirely possible that uh, Butchug and Clob supporters will go to Bernie because it's already been seen to happen. Some people have already said on Twitter, you know, I'm going to Bernie now. But you got to understand is it's the way more than Twitter. Nevada... They asked questions at exit polls, and people said that they're that like only nineteen percent of voters in Nevada use Twitter. Yes, actual voters do not see the same things we see as extremely online people, and they have very strange tastes. But we do know this for certain: Bernie has the absolute highest favorability of anybody in the fucking field. He has seventy nine percent. He's the most popular politician in America. Heck yeah! So. I'm confident. I, I had myself a little moment earlier where I panicked, but I'm confident that tomorrow we're going to see. I mean, it's simple as this: Joe Biden is going to probably get 15% in a lot of states and get viability, and that's going to be delegates for him. I think at the end, Bernie will be above Joe Biden, not by a large margin I want, but I don't think this is the end for Bernie Sanders. I don't think you can consolidate people who do not care about things like I'm a moderate or I'm a progressive. They just like people for weird, random reasons. That's true, and yeah, what you said was uh, pretty on the nose. I think that um, we 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 are a part of so many circles. Like I know you're like, for example, Smith. You're big into like the RPG, like tabletop stuff. Marcus, you're very into like the anime. I'm very into like movies and you know esports and stuff. And those circles are, are pretty dictated by Twitter and online. Um, discourse pretty much where a lot of the conversation is happening and it's a pretty good consensus of what's going on among people who are you know fans of everything um within politics that kind of breaks down because there's a lot of people who i mean a lot of americans vote even though voter turnout has been abysmal the past couple years a lot of americans vote and a lot of the americans aren't like super online like you mentioned and it, it is an interesting part where it's like you can get on the internet like I mean I'm sure if you if a couple if like a two weeks ago you were part of Andrew Yang Twitter you thought man Andrew Yang is like gonna be president like you probably like because you get all this information that's like oh this happened and this happened and these percentages these polls these stats blah 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 Andrew Yang is gonna be president and then over time you realize that actual voters don't really think like a lot of us who are online all the time and I mean obviously. Within the next couple of elections, that's going to change because there's more and more people who are getting online for better or worse, mostly worse. Um, but right now, there's still a lot of people in America who don't give a fuck about Twitter. And honestly, some of them like don't even like watch that much news. They usually they usually just like, they probably read news on their phone, you know, when they go to work every day. And that's probably that's sometimes that's all the engagement they have with any of the candidates and any of the policies. 
So we kind of have to take a step back whenever we're we're on Twitter and you know we're on YouTube and Reddit and all that stuff talking about these candidates and realize that there's a bunch of people out there who just don't care. And you really have to learn how to engage with those voters um, if we want to make big change because they're kind of the silent majority, to use an old term. Well, how are you guys feeling about Super Tuesday? A Superman. <laughs> well, today Biden said tomorrow is Super Thursday. <laughs> Excellent. Great start. He also said that all men are created equal uh, in the eyes of, and he's like, you know the thing. Ah. He ain't even fucking The old George Bush oh, thing where you mess up a saying and then just kind of try to finish it. <laughs> Dude's brain's turning to mush, y'all. Yeah. I, um. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but I was I watched uh, Saturday Night Live with actually our, our dad the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching the Weekend Update, and they were talking about Joe Biden, and they weren't. Like, it was like Chris Red, who's like one of the the black actors on there, um, talking about Joe Biden, and he didn't really say too much negative stuff, but he did he did say one thing that actually makes a lot of sense about Joe Biden. He was like listening to Joe Biden talk is like listening to a old man try to parallel park his own thoughts. <laughs> And I was like, that's probably one of the more succinct ways it's been put. Uh, credit to Saturday Night Live on that one, because goddamn, it is so hard. What was the example the other day about how somebody asked him about, I think it was like Medicare for All or something, and he ended up by talking about if a woman walked out of here naked, no one would uh, touch her? Overpopulation. What? Overpopulation, yes. <laughs> and he went on to say, by the way, that a woman could walk out of this, stand up, take all her clothes off, and walk out of here, and just not allowed to touch her. But the police could. And that was his answer to a question about overpopulation. Yeah. What? I know. It's like, it's honestly crazy. It's, and the thing is, can you imagine what the debates between him and Trump would look like? Because they are both senile mush brains. <laughs> it will be, On the one hand, I kind of want to see it. It'll be inadvertently the best comedy ever. Well, I mean, think think, think about the, the debate we're going to have between Bernie and Biden. Oh, my oh God. Boy. You're going to see two old men, one who is in, you know, really good mental shape, and the other one who is fucking falling apart at the seams. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I'll, I'll add one more detail that I thought was interesting from South Carolina. Uh, in exit polls, voters said that they... They favored Medicare for all, and I mean, and I mean that in the sense of replacing all private insurance, the state-run healthcare system. Yes, they favored it, fifty-four percent, uh, in a very mm-hmm. conservative state. You know, Democrats are very conservative, but then they also voted for Joe Biden, who opposes that idea. So again, trying to understand the brains of voters is tough. Yeah, and I mean, once again, I mean, I'm not trying to say that people are dumb or uninformed, but I would be surprised if some of those people, if every one of those people who voted for him knew his thoughts on Medicare for all. Um, I mean, because we, I mean, we we live in a time where there's so much information, and there's a lot of people who are engaging with it, and a lot of people who kind of feel like it's an overload. Like we talked about how people hate political ads. I mean, I think another thing, a lot of people who like, even people who vote, are like, I hear too much about politics, and they just kind of want to take a break, take a breather. And be disengaged, which, I mean, obviously it's kind of bad for society and you should stay abreast of stuff. But I can understand someone feeling a lot of, like, mental strain on keeping up with everything. Because we do we do throw so much information at people all the time. And, I don't know, stuff like that kind of, kind of leads to results kind of like that. Marcus, do you ever hear folks at your work talk about politics? Uh, not really. Not no, really. They're usually just measuring those cookies. 
Usually. Yeah, I, I'll say this. I've, I've really hated all the fucking people on the news saying, oh, look what happens when the Democratic Party's core constituency starts actually voting and all this kind of nonsense. And it's like, okay, so every state can be modeled on how representative it is of the United States you know, in terms of population and age and stuff like that. Do you know, out of 50 states, where South Carolina ranks as similar to the whole United States of America? 40th. It's 46th. Holy shit! Ooh. Oh, crack. Do you want to guess where Nevada is? Top 10? You're close, yeah. I mean, you're, in, you're in it. Top 10, yeah. Seven. Wow. Marcus, you got an idea? Uh, let's go with sixth. Four. Wow. Mm. Higher than I expected. So, Nevada, if you think about it, is much more what America looks like than South Carolina. And also, when's the last fucking time a Democrat won South Carolina in the first place? Oh, it's oh, you mean Democrat uh, president? I was about to say because I was about to say Joe Biden did win that Democratic primary. Sorry, I meant as for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You think you hit the fucking first state to secede as voting for a fucking Democrat in the modern era? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna. Yeah, it's so strange because I just don't know who. Like if you even if if you do put the fix in and get Biden as your candidate, like, do you think he's going to beat Trump? Because I, right now, dollars to donuts, he's not going to beat Trump if he's absolutely not. No, there's no way. Yeah, everything that he not. does, Trump does. I mean, I'm not going to say better, but he does it in a way that people want to vote for. Like as much as we hate Trump, Trump knows how to get the people who people to vote for him. Obviously, and I mean people people don't care about Joe Biden. And if you don't have the candidate people care about, they're just going to, I mean, it's just going to be a, a Trump default election. And I, I mean, I'm 1 million percent confident that Biden can't beat him. I'm going to say it right now. Called shot. If Biden is a nominee, Trump will win the election and also win the popular he vote. He will win the popular vote, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he will get to brag about that for the rest of his fucking stupid ass life. Of course. He already says he won the popular vote in 2016. No, no, no. He, he says he could have. He says I could have. Uh, well, here's the thing. So California coming up on Super Tuesday. Yeah. Do you know how many offices Bernie Sanders has in California? Campaign offices? I mean, I would have no way of knowing. He's got 24. Okay. Is that a lot? That's just behind um, Bloomberg with 25. Well, of course. For reference, Warren has seven. And all of them are in one part of the state. Wow. Do you know how many Biden has? In California? Yes. Like Five. Zero. Marcus, you're the closest. He has one. Wow. <laughs> and it is close. And it's in Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> so zero. Excellent. <laughs> when reporters went to it last week, they found it fucking padlocked. Yeah. And there are all these <laughs> sharpied sticky notes that said eat the rich on it. We're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Biden put everything he had into South Carolina to get momentum for Super Tuesday. To hopefully get some delegates, but he has nothing in later states. He has no infrastructure, and plus, he's not really bringing any money because Bernie brought in forty-six million dollars in February. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Bernie's doing good with three hundred and fifty thousand new new donors for the first time. Heck yeah! So, I have every reason to have hope. I mean, Bernie Sanders just had his picture taken with Killer Mike and Public Enemy. <laughs> Happy as hell. Dude, y'all hear about having a public enemy vote over this? No. Marcus, you hear about this? 
I I did see the clip and I was like, wow, they must have paid y'all a nice penny for this. Well, first of all, they didn't get paid anything. What? Chuck D volunteered to do it. Oh, because he likes Bernie. Flava Flav, who did not attend, called him out and said it was a bullshit move. What did he do though? He they did a concert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bernie, and uh, Flava Flav was like, "I don't work for no money," and so he didn't show up. And they had an argument, and now Chuck D has fired Flava Flav from Public Enemy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, people are on Twitter are like accusing Killer Mike of like taking a, a big paycheck from Bernie Sanders, and he was like, "No, I don't. I don't take paychecks from politicians." Hmm. I mean, do you believe he would do that? No. Why? What? It's stupid. Like, it's, you don't even do the, you know who the fuck Killer Mike is. Like, that's insane. Yeah. A man with uh, interesting politics, but he's a Bernie guy, so I'll take mm. it. But he is not the kind of guy who would get paid to do a political yeah, endorsement. Exactly. He was Bernie in 2016. He's Bernie now. Yeah, he's been Bernie for a while. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some very um, interesting popular support for him. Um, I'm just, you know who I'm worried about, guys? Mm. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> because Bernie is just yelling at him. Mm. And how, who is he going to vote for now? He's feeling so scared in his mansion. Yeah. You yelled at my old man on TV. How terrible. Um, how could he possibly do this? I wonder how much money Michael J. Fox has. What do y'all think? Let's look at Celebrity Net Worth, which is always accurate. Marcus, what do you guess? My guess is about seventy million. I'm gonna say forty-seven million dollars. Okay. Well, let's see. Michael J. Fox uh, net worth, according to what were your guesses? I said forty-seven million. I said seventy. According million. to Subway Net Worth, he is worth sixty-five million dollars. Woo! Nice job, Marcus. So, and he's also five foot four. <laughs> um, like Mike Bloomberg. Like Mike Bloomberg. Maybe that's his next guy. Mm. Did y'all see Trump making fun of Michael Bloomberg and he crouched down behind the podium to imitate him? No, what the fuck? I gotta say, it was pretty funny. Because oh. Michael Bloomberg fucking sucks. Oh, that's funny, actually. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was actually. It's just like Trump is a naturally funny person. Like you got to admit, he he says some funny shit. It's just too bad of everything else. Yeah, yeah. The rest of it is <laughs> awful and oppressive. But yeah, so yeah, those two dropped out. Clove and and I forgot three. Clove, Steyer, and Buttchug. Um, who's next? Is it Warren or Bloomberg? Warren said she's in for the long haul. And so did Bloomberg. And Bloomberg's got the money yeah. to run until he can't anymore. So it might be the four of them just sticking around. Mm. Yeah, um, and don't forget that tonight, Clob and Butt are going to appear on stage with Joe Biden to endorse him. Oh, I'm so God. surprised. Like Maybe I don't, I guess I didn't keep up with it that well. I thought Clob would have been Bernie. Well, Clob fucking hates Butt Chug, so. Yeah. I, I thought Club would have went with Warren. Like, oh, you mean girl power? Women win? No. Yeah. But... Turns out no. <laughs> yeah. Cutthroat. 
Man, I saw some shit. There was this lady who made a shirt for war, and it said, she's electable if you fucking vote for her. And I'm like, that's the least convincing argument in history. Mm. Yeah. Um, the whole idea, yeah. I mean, the one thing I will give to that shirt or slogan, whatever it is, um, is that the whole, the word electable needs to be get, gotten rid of. It needs mm. to be thra- trashed and thrown away. Because, I mean, it's it's a word that we are, that we, I mean, for the masses, for a lot of people who vote, we're letting dictate who can and can't be president. Like, in 2016, for so long in the news, they just said Bernie Sanders wasn't electable, even though he was winning all these votes, and then he didn't get elected. And people were like, oh, I guess that makes sense. He wasn't very electable. And they didn't know why. They just, people just said it. They didn't know what made him electable or not electable. I mean, and I'm not a big fan of her, but the same thing happens for, you know, Warren, Klobuchar, all these people. Like, what makes them unelectable is that people say it. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, don't forget they said that Barack Obama was unelectable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Two terms, maybe. And so I think we should have discarded that idea after Obama won. Because if a guy named Barack Hussein Obama can win the presidency in America, what really is there left? What what mountain is there to conquer? Well, there was one mountain, and it was reality TV failed billionaire. Mm. And they got that one. Isn't it nice, though, that Pete Buttchug ran for president? And for once, we all hated a gay man, not because he not was gay. Not because he was gay, but because he was awful. <laughs> if you think about it, if you really think That's about it... That's the most it, progressive thing. He pushed us forward as a, as a society. Exactly. It's like the old thing that Chris Rock said about Jackie Robinson. He's like, Jackie Robinson was great, but we didn't have equality until the first black guy who sucked played baseball. Yep. Because there's plenty of white people who suck at baseball, and they play. Mm-hmm. So now that we have a gay man who we hated, not because he was gay, but just because he's a bad person, it's a pretty big, pretty big step forward. Progress, y'all. <laughs> By the way, did you know, like, I, I didn't realize that, like, all the candidates who have dropped out, you can still vote for. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the South Carolina results, and, like, Cory Booker had, like, 0.8%. Yeah. And wow. who was the other guy? <laughs> what, Duvall Patrick? He had like 0. .6 or something. And I'm like, what? Yeah, ain't got a couple hundred votes. Yeah, I was like, why do you? St- why are we still voting for these guys? I mean, we we should hold on to that thought though, because if if the DNC does manage to screw Bernie for a second time, we can still vote him in. Well, sure. If we get enough write-ins, we could vote Bernie Sanders as president. Yeah, man. Or he can still be on the a- ticket. Actually, you can run. He can run however he wants on the ticket. First thing to remember about uh, this whole clob and butt dropping out is their names are still on the ballots. They are not coming off for Super Tuesday. So anyone who doesn't know might waste their vote. And also, all early votes that have already submitted cannot be taken back. Nice. I wanted an early so vote so bad, but I did not get time last week. Yeah. And I have to vote regular. Well, hey, the good news is Bernie's winning your state. Hell Yeah. He's at like 34%. Damn, that's awesome. Let's check in with Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. <laughs> we haven't heard from you very much this, this this episode. What are you doing? I mean, I'm, I'm out here chilling. What you know, is the latest boy, intergalactic boring. review? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I... After... 
the fourth episode, I kind of dropped off. But don't worry, I will get back to it. Oh, I was, God, I was so worried. I was like, first I was like, Marcus <laughs> stopped watching an anime? And then, I was looking, I looked at my clock and it was running backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the end times. Well, yeah. I thought they canceled it. I thought the Funimation was going to stop making it. They did, but they've movie. already made... Yeah, they stopped any future production, but they're still Mm going to air those solid gold nuggets they have in the backlog. Mm -hmm. Gold bricks. Wow. My God. (laughs) Yeah, it was a show you would really like, Marcus. It's so funny, though. Is it? I mean, I think it's funny. Is it funny, or is it just tits and ass? Yeah, I mean, it was... was Produced for TV, mm-hmm. so... Okay, well, let's not diminish the tits and ass argument here. Where's the... Right. It's not even tits and ass you can see. They put a little sticker over it. Yeah, or like a shining light or something. You're just seeing, like, <laughs> cleavage. Unless you subscribe point. on OnlyFans, in which case they take those off. <laughs> <laughs> if only. There's gotta be somebody who does that, right? Does what? Takes what? the sensors off? Who just like I don't know draws anime for an OnlyFans? Oh yeah, sure. Oh shoot, man! Well, it's called hentai, but yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, it's all pervert it's cartoons. Hentai and it's art. Uh, it, true, true statement there, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's art. I'm looking out for Marcus on this one. We're back in porn, by the way. Did you notice that? I know. Every <laughs> we, fucking we time. <laughs> it's it's we just fall right back into it without noticing. Right now, you see my problems, man. Just Do we? What is wait a minute? Living life. Is your problem? Is you just accidentally start watching porn every day. Whoa! Where did this come from? <laughs> Whoa! How did this bookmark get there? Whoa! Uh huh. I think my mouse is that on the fritz. Cool it keeps clicking on it. <laughs> oh my god! So, here's the question that I have then. Okay. Uh, for Marcus. Uh oh. What is the best anime? <sighs> right now or all time? Yeah, right. Let's do. Let's just do right now. It's an easier question, I think. Right now, the best anime, in my opinion, is My Hero. Academia. I knew you were gonna say that. I, I I saw the movie. It was awesome. The show was amazing. Was it a live action Mangus, movie? Oh, no. Okay. Because those are always good. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't think they're good for the reasons. To, they're not good for the same reasons that I think. Um, me and me and Smith are controversially the two fans of the Death Note movie. Mm, oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right, out there, listeners. Fuck you. Exactly. Great. I once said that at a happy hour with a bunch of people I'd never met before, and they <laughs> wanted to murder me. <laughs> they all, I mean, a collective gasp went off when I said that. <laughs> and I was like, guys, it's first, not that serious. And second of all, Lakeith Stanfield is in it. Yeah. And he's great. <laughs> that's a good movie. Yeah. Marcus, you not like it? I. I oh my goodness no I don't. <laughs> Marcus, tell me one thing wrong with that movie. <laughs> Aside from fucking everything, I will I will say the movie the movie the the best and worst part of the movie was the pace. Mm. It did not stop. It's weird. 
I feel like it, they literally, it did feel like they tried to fit an entire, like, 20-episode anime into a 90-minute movie. Yeah. But guess what? And, now oh I don't have God. to watch the anime. I know everything as accurately as possible. <laughs> and I did it in 90 minutes. Watch. And Lakeith Stanfield was there. Is Lakeith Stanfield oh, on the anime no. Death Note, Marcus? Please tell me. Uh, no. Okay, well. <laughs> open and shut case, Johnson. You, no, you should totally watch the anime. It's... It's way better. Okay. Away from Anime Corner real quick. We did. Um, um, did we record wait, last quick. week? I, I got one okay. thing I want to say on anime. Mm-hmm. I watched My Hero Academia. The show. Uh, yeah. The show. Mm-hmm. The, up until the most recent season. I have not seen the movie. And I just want to say that Froppy is the best character and mm, a hero of the proletariat. <laughs> nice. Froppy is the working class character. Continue. Yeah. Um, we forgot to talk about something. I mean, because it's kind of died down as of late. But last week, some really cool shit was going down. The stock market was crashing mm. because of coronavirus. Oh, wow. And I was, I was at my desk at work talking with a coworker about this, and I just started chanting, "Burn it down! Burn it down!" <laughs> because yeah. I was getting very excited. Um, I'm not sure if the markets has bounced back. I think they're still down, but not as much. They've not come back to their highs. They did regain twelve hundred fucking points today because nothing makes sense. Yeah, and I think they're I, I think they're making it up. I don't think because China has shut down. Mm-hmm. China is not doing a lot, and as much as we want to pretend like America is some independent self-starter country, we depend on China more than anybody probably. Mm-hmm. And I think we are. I don't know. I feel like we're making up some of these numbers for the markets to get people to not panic. Because if China stops oh, yeah. producing shit, we stop having shit. A lot of shit. Yeah, I saw a picture today from a Los Angeles harbor ghost town. Not a single fucking ship in sight. Yeah, and that's where we get our stuff from. Okay? I mean, to be honest, y'all, it looked post-apocalyptic. It was fucking scary. Yeah, those massive cranes they use to unload the fucking containers. Not a single one moving. No one around. And you got to think about the fact that 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 China, is, like you said, is just on lockdown. Ain't nothing happening over there. Yeah, there's like pictures of how like their factory pollution, and in the past ten days, it has become basically zero. The, the, the picture I saw is abs- it's like it's all full of yellow blobs like pollution and now it's nothing just yeah, blue there's some everywhere. stuff in the middle of Beijing like that's about it and that's just like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a per- of a percent of what it was before I feel like these people who run the economy don't understand supply chains as much as they think they do yeah it's gonna get rough um, stuff is gonna I mean prices are gonna go up. People aren't gonna be able to afford shit, um, and yeah, this is gonna and, it's, and it it kind of all goes back to the idea that we don't really fund sciences, and we we don't fund sciences for diseases. There's plenty of money pouring into like cholesterol medication because cholesterol medication is gonna work until the end of time because it doesn't change. But it's and it's it's also funny because like you know. Once stuff gets really bad, which I think it already is, all these big capitalists are going to be like, okay, well, let me just throw a billion dollars at it. Let me just throw some money at these researchers, but they don't realize that you have to have an infrastructure. You have to have years and years of research um, that can stop these things ahead of time. You can't just 
suddenly give a lab a billion dollars and say, okay, cure coronavirus. They don't have the they don't have the employees. They don't have the prior research. They don't have any of that because you didn't fund them in the first place. And it's like this is the reason we need these things. You can't just you can't just rest forever and think there's never going to be another epidemic. It can happen. It's happened before. Diseases are only getting smarter. I mean, once we once the antibacterial resistant diseases become a problem, I mean, we could be the entire world could be fucked. Another thing on top of science is we definitely do not fund um, public health services. Yeah, they're talking about a coronavirus cure, and they're trying to argue whether it should be affordable or not. Not free, but should it be affordable? Yeah, fucking Nancy Pelosi, Yas Queen herself, said it should be affordable. What a what a fucking progressive queen she is. <laughs> like, what is what is affordable? Yeah, what did the what did they consider affordable? Probably like a thousand something dollars or some shit. Even at two hundred, who's affording that? Yeah, even at two hundred, there's plenty of Americans who would have to scrape everything together just to pay for that, and some that couldn't. Even at one hundred, that's still yeah. a significant portion of some people's income. Especially the folks who are going to be most hard hit by it, which is old people who are on social fucking security. Yep. And, and uh, um, another big—I mean, if it gets—if it spreads enough, another people, another group of people who are going to be affected by it a lot are service workers because mm. they're in a contained space, talking and breathing on each other all the time, and on customers as well. And and those people like we I mean me and you've discussed this um, before is that those people can't do a fourteen day quarantine unless they want to lose all their money and possibly their job. I mean a lot of people don't have yeah, the, like aren't fortunate enough to have either PTO or the ability to like work from home or something for all that time. Like some people can't do it, and if you have a disease mm-hmm. that communicates that way, and people who you know can't quarantine themselves, you're gonna have a big fucking problem. Yeah, Marcus, if you need to take 14 days off, how about go with your boss? Ha! It'd go hilariously because, God, where I work, you have to work there for a year to get a week of PTO, first off. Jesus. Goddamn. I'm I'm a few days away from getting that. Hooray. Oh my God, Marcus, that means you're probably going to (laughs) die. Every time they're in the movie, they're like, I'm three days from retirement. Don't you death flag me, goddammit. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I I can I can maybe do half of that and I'll get paid for half of it. So the other half, guess I'm fucked. Woo. America is not set up to deal with an epidemic. No, not at all. We don't have the and funding, we don't have the culture to even let people do any things like this. So yeah, it's it's a pretty fucked scenario. I don't know if either of you have ever studied the history of the smallpox virus. Um, nope. But the WHO eliminated it back in the 60s or 70s. Yes. And they did it by finding outbreaks and encircling them and giving vaccines in a slowly constricting ring, catching everyone that, that could get it, right? Because that's how you got to get rid of it. And do you think they fucking charged for it? No. no. They're going to poor villages in Africa and fucking Asia and, and vaccinating people. They didn't charge for it because why would you? You're trying to get rid of a deadly disease. Why is profit a part of it? Yeah, I mean, if if you let's say you make the coronavirus cure $200, people can't pay for it. They're just going to not pay for it, breathe on more people, 
and cause more deaths. I mean, yep. what what is the logic there? Especially, like I said, but that that's go ahead. That's also more customers, huh? Huh? Yeah, the type of people who like can't pay if if they were to to die off, like let's say like service workers and you know even people like I mean I'm sure I mean all of us are in the income level that would that could be affected by this and like not be able to pay and stuff. The fuck the problem there is then these fucking big ass fat cat capitalists don't have any of their fucking workers and they're gonna bleed too. It's so fucking stupid to me how these these guys don't think ahead at all. They don't think about what's gonna happen when there's no more people who aren't billionaires. So that's quarters profits, baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy. Like I mean, I'm just getting into the corporate world where I realize, like, I didn't even realize this till recently, but the word resources in my job means people. Mm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if you're playing a fucking video game, that's fine. You can call people resources and civilization. But maybe at a job, you shouldn't just throw them around like resources. So so they don't have a human resources department? <laughs> just resources? Yeah, we just call them human-human. That's all it is. <laughs> um... Yeah, and it's just so fucked up how we think about people and labor and, like, you know, people's time, people's well-being. We don't think about it, and we don't think about, I mean, under capitalism, you fucking need grunt workers. And the best way I can put it, you need people like the fucking three of us who are going to do the work so that you can keep profiting. And if we're all dead, what are you going to do? Who's going to measure the cookies? Who (laughs) will measure those crumbled up cookies? (laughs) <laughs> Who wow. is gonna bend that rebar? <laughs> Isn't that what you did? You had to bend rebar with your bare hands. Oh yeah, absolutely. wow. <laughs> but it's just like America is not set up to deal with an epidemic like the Spanish flu. You're ready for that either? It killed like I mean, a, like a, like three hundred thousand people in America in 1918. And this is not as bad as the Spanish flu, obviously, but it's going to be bad. And the worst thing is. Well, not the worst thing, if you think about it from a very grim perspective, is the people it's going to kill are going to be the people who, who vote for Trump. Like, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's going to kill old people. And he doesn't even fucking give a shit. He put Mike Pence in charge of it. Oh, boy. Mike Pence somehow made AIDS worse in his state. What the fuck? Yeah, because he gave all his AIDS. Yeah, he, his response to it was, "Hey, let's just use let's just use Christ. Magic will get rid of." Oh my God! Yeah, no, we're, we're fucked. Jesus Christ! A pretty dumb guy. And today they were praying over the coronavirus. They were praying for a solution. Oh, really? Oh my God! Guess what, baby? Oh. It ain't coming. And guess what? They cured the coronavirus right there. It was crazy. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think that the coronavirus is going to be a big problem. You know, we've, we've now had six people die in America from it. It's uh, it's looking rough. I mean, it's not like the worst disease ever, but if it feels like I feel, fuck. And also lasts for two fucking weeks Sheesh. before you start having symptoms, and before that you're still infecting people? That's insane. Mm-hmm. So do you think also, you might actually have coronavirus? I, I probably have the flu. Okay. Oh, here's one last scary fact about coronavirus. Today, the CDC is supposed to give a press conference about their response. They canceled it, and they also deleted 
the section of their website which told you the numbers that only tested for it. What the fuck? Just took it down with no notice. What kind of shit is that? Oh, wait, did y'all see what happened with Iran? Um, and the coronavirus? No. no. Where the health minister's on TV telling everybody it's going to be fine, no big deal, and he's sweating oh, and, he's coughing and, and coughing because he has the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. It's a pretty good bit. A you gotta laugh bit. at that a little bit. Oh, my God. That's some wild-ass shit right there, y'all. Let's talk about something fun for a second. Yeah. What's going on with y'all? What's happening? Uh, I'm kind of... I'm going to talk about something fun real quick. I'm kind of excited about this new game that just got announced today. Uh, Val- Valorant. Valorant? Probably. Valorant. Anybody heard about this? I saw it, yeah. It's uh, Riot Games. People who make League of Legends are making a tactical shooter. Um, <gasps> like with like class-based, like with characters who have you know, powers and shit. So like Overwatch. Yeah, except it's more Counter-Strike. It's very, it's got the it's got ba- the basic setup where there's like two sides and you can like disarm the thingy and all that, um, but yeah, so it's kind of like a CS:GO Overwatch um, mix them up. They're making some very big promises about their netcode, which I'm not gonna pay too much attention to because most web most uh, gaming companies still haven't gotten netcode right, um, but it looks really cool and. Um, Love, love them or hate them. I mean, I love them. I've always kind of liked the product that Riot Games have put out. So I think it looks really cool. And yeah, there's no like release date or anything just yet. They're going in. I think they're going to go to a closed beta pretty soon. Isn't it like beta coming soon and then like open beta in the summer or something? Yeah, like that? that's kind of what they're doing. So, but yeah, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm, a, I'm a Riot Games uh, fanboy, I guess. So, um,. Yeah. Earlier today, someone posted cool. the gameplay trailer, and I skipped. I didn't watch the whole thing because I was like on, on the clock essentially. Yeah. It's only like, so like I skipped three minutes ahead. long, but yeah. Yeah, I skipped a minute thirty-one in, and I saw someone like like use a power, I guess, to like raise a ghostly wall or something like that. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's May. It's it's Overwatch. It's kind of like May, except <laughs> it's more like May is more like a solid wall. This is kind of like a smoke wall that kind of like, can like debilitate oh, okay. and stuff. And there's like characters. It was interesting. Yeah, they have they have characters that they have. Powers kind of similar to other stuff. They also have some pretty cool stuff in there, and yeah, they they did the gameplay trailer was like actually just like a bunch of the devs playing the game, and yeah, it sounded it, it sounds kind of cool, and yeah, there's not really any besides Cyberpunk, there's not really any games coming up I'm excited about. Um, there's a Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, f- I mean, yeah, I'm fucking oh, yeah. let me get my Didn't dick that in demo there. Come out? Um, Demos out today. Yeah. Ooh. When does Last of Us Part Two come out? It doesn't it a PS5 launch title or something like that? Yeah, I think it might. They might have changed. Or is that just a rumor? I don't know. I thought it was supposed to come out in like the summer, but I don't know. I think they might have changed it because the PS5. Marcus, do you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was sometime this year, but <laughs> you asked, do you know? He said, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brain. Um, it says May 29th of this year. Oh wow! So. Yeah. And it does say it's a PS4 release. So. I mean, it will definitely be a PS5 launch title for sure. They are porting it as well. You got it. I mean, you have oh, yeah, to. Of course. Wow. Um, that's going to kind of suck because I'm sure it's going to be one of those games that's better on PlayStation Pro. And mm. I don't have that. Very true. Very true. Uh, yeah, I Valorant looks cool, but as an old man, I no longer can do the online shooter thing. 
I gotta have a single player or a co-op versus CPU type thing because I just like I can't put up with thirteen year olds who have three reflexes of fighter pilots. You see, you're the opposite <laughs> of me because I'm an old man who has finally decided that I want to actually learn how to play shooters because I never really like <laughs> developed any of those skills because I was played on console for so long and with people who weren't very competitive. So, yeah, this is gonna be kind of the game that I want to try hard on. Guess I'm that in between that I'm I'm old as fuck. I'm still gonna stomp these children. Yeah, but Marcus, like. you're one of those you're one of those guys. You're one of those savants, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, there's guys you meet in your life. You meet them. I meet a lot of them in college who are like, they're not like the best at any game, but they're pretty good at every game they play. Yeah, and that's who Marcus is. Oh, oh, I think you put you put a controller or, or a keyboard and mouse in Marcus's hands with any game, and he'll yeah. he'll pretty much pick He's it up. He's one of the guys who just well. you know within a couple of rounds just kind of figures out okay this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and then just develops his mechanics from there. Yeah. God, you're gonna have people like challenging me for like <laughs> fights and smash <laughs> and actual shit. physical like, oh, fights. Yeah. Like, you only get a video games, but I'll kick your <laughs> ass. Game for that too. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think that. Um, like I said, my time has passed for the online shooters. I guess I would come back in if there was like I had some people who wanted to play, didn't care that I was bad. But Seth, haven't you gotten into Apex Legends recently? Apex Legends. Let me tell you guys, my favorite thing to do in the fucking world is find a game that people have said or is about to die and play the fuck out of it. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize this when I started playing Apex. I just started playing because I was like, oh, Respawn made it and it looks cool, and it's four seasons in, so I guess they've they've made a good fan base. Um, but it's super fucking fun, and yeah, people online keep saying that it's like a dying game, but there seems to be a lot of players still, and at all skill levels, and people still, like, there's, like, enough people who want to play it, so, like, I'm having, like, a fucking great time on this game. I think that, like, Respawn has some of the best movement and shooting, um, codes in any game. I mean, Titanfall 2 was, like, one of the smoothest, um, shooters ever, especially with the movement. And they just did it again with Apex Legends. And they, you know, they did the whole Battle Royale format, which everyone did. And, I mean, I've played all the Battle Royale games, and they're by far the best one. There's none of the annoying building shit from Fortnite that basically makes that game unplayable if you don't want to put thousands of hours into it. And it's the the shooting is so much cleaner than PUBG. Everything about it is cleaner than, like, H1Z1. And yeah, it's just, it's a fucking fun game. And I, it's the first Battle Royale I've ever won. I actually won a game of Apex Legends. Hey, with what character? I played Gibraltar. Hey, nice. Yeah. Um, I've since switched to Bangalore, but uh, I do play Gibraltar a good bit. All right. Marcus, are you a fan? I, I have picked up Apex Legends again. I'm more of a, a lifeline, and dang it, what is her name? The Electric Chick. I just started playing her, and I really like her. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a really fun yeah. game. We should play some time. Yeah, we should play some time, for real. I've been playing a game called World of Horror. Oh, Sounds scary. Have y'all seen this? <laughs> Might be too spooky Okay, well, Marcus, you know who Junji Ito is, right? The name sounds familiar, but you know how bad I am. He writes his horror mangas, the, like... What is it? The Discovery oh, at Amagara yeah. Fault or whatever? Oh, God, right. Oh, that geez. dude, he did not make this game. But it is made okay. by someone who is doing an homage to his style of horror and his art style, even. It's very oh. lo-fi adventure-slash-RPG type game. Like, point-and-click adventure-slash, 
like a fantasy star type of combat system where it's like you know you see the enemy right in front of you and you take shots at it or whatever okay. and it is scary but it's more unsettling than anything else yeah it gets under your fucking skin and creeps you out in a really good way and it's black and white it's really interesting I'm liking it if you're out there and you like horror and you like games maybe check out World of Horror I'm enjoying it I mean it, it sounds like it's directly made for people who like horror and yeah. worlds so, if you like either of those things, it might be the game for you. Well, I'll play World of Warcraft. Hold on now. Yeah, because you like worlds. Yes. And you like That's war, the only you like craft. Hey, that game, Two Worlds? Come on. Two Worlds. Ooh. You know, hey, you know what's fucking better than Two Worlds? <laughs> Three Worlds. You talking, you talking about six fucking worlds? Okay, we can't do this. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that's, that sounds pretty cool. Um, I've never, I really can't ever play horror games. I'm just, I can't do it. I'm not, I'm just, I'm fine with horror movies and all that stuff because, you know, you can kind of be like, oh, I don't want to look at this part. Well, the game, you got to look because you got to play. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I remember you had me play through one part of Bioshock Infinite for you. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Those Bioshock <gasps> games scare the fuck. I couldn't have, one and two, I definitely Boy. couldn't even play. That was um. I actually know what part it was. Cause was it the part with the the artist dude and all the mannequins? Maybe that's in that's in Bioshock One. Yeah, that's infinite. Yeah, yeah. we're not infinite. But Bioshock One and Two, I can't even play because I cannot deal with water and video games. Mm. I cannot play any game that has an underwater part. The only one I've made it through that was semi-realistic, besides like you know Mario and all that stuff, is like one of the Tomb Raider games had an underwater part that I played. Still, I think you did. Un- you did Uncharted three, right? Yeah, Uncharted. Oh, I will always play Uncharted games, so they can't really steer me wrong. But yeah, one and two could not even begin to play those games. Infinite, I played most of. I'm high on the air. I'm good. All right, I'm fine with. I'm fine with <laughs> fake heights. Um, but then there were certain parts, yeah, that kind of kind of fuck you up. So, yeah, I'm not. I'd, I'm very squeamish when it comes to video games. That's why I mostly just play stuff like Apex Legends and League of Legends. Legends. <laughs> I'm into legends, I guess. That's my thing. I love legends. I think, by the way, we can also say in the, in the full light of the cold morning, Bioshock Infinite was a bad game. Bad game? Really? Wow. I remember at the time I mean, it was the, very critically acclaimed. The story was atrocious. The whole, like, oh, the black people are also bad storyline. Yeah. It's like they rose up against the white people, but they're also bad because they kill people. How dare they? Yeah, it's kind of like the was, uh, in the the comic book Civil War when Captain America mm. like wouldn't let Punisher be on his team because he killed people. Yeah, it was like, okay, get off your high horse, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, you think Steve Rogers didn't kill people in the fucking war? Exactly. You think that a man who can punch through a brick wall can just punch a man and not kill him once or twice? <laughs> Throw a shield yeah. through his skull. He throws okay, a shield at fucking a hundred miles an hour. He slices people in half. You're, you're fucked, yeah. man. And he's like, he's like, oh no, killing people. Civil War as a comic book is also kind of a bad thing too. Like, one of those things that we kind of let happen, but it's also pretty bad. Who can forget, by the way, that scene in the masterpiece movie Batman vs Superman, where Superman, there's a guy like holding Lois Lane hostage. Remember this, like African yes. warlord dude. And he flies into him at an ungodly speed, and they're like, oh, he didn't kill him. Yeah, 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 he's fine. Just oh, yeah. some eternal bleeding, oh. but he's fine. <laughs> like, did y'all ever watch Brightburn? Uh, yes. no. 
Marcus, remember how he fucking turned people into fucking jelly in that movie? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, he hits them at full speed like Superman does, and they turn into fucking a red streak. Like, like you would. Yeah, that's kind of what they, they kind of they point out with that show, The Boys, is that... Oh, yeah. People, they can fuck the hell out of you. In mm-hmm. more ways than one. Yeah, they can really, really fuck you up. So... Looking forward to Brightburn 2 and The Boys. Yeah. Too. Brighter Burn. Okay. The Boys 2 is already... They have a fucking trailer for that, that show. Yep. Right? Oh, How crazy oh, is that? And they were filming it, like, back-to-back, I think. They were, like... They had like, already gotten renewed before season one even aired, I think. Because it was, like, a month later, and I was like, holy shit, the turnaround on this is insane. And it's the re- one of the main reasons that The Tick got canceled, and I'm uh. so sad. The tick got fucking robbed, y'all. The tick got robbed. It was a great show. What? Oh. Um. So is that it, y'all? I think we're good. I think we're dry. I think we have fucking shot our last load for the episode. <laughs> is that the way you want to put it? <laughs> that rhymes. We shot our last load for the episode. Yeah, that is how I want to put it. Beautiful. Well, now we have to use it, huh? Yep. I'll, I'll, I gave it some clean right there at the end. So you can do what you I'll, I'll isolate do that. Do whatever you want with it. Ben, for our next theme song. Oh yeah, ones. Ben, this is a good edit point for you. <laughs> All right, well, this has been the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Millennial Seth and on Letterboxd at Knazeras. K Y N A Z E R A S. I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And, and I do the art okay. for this podcast. I think it's all done by the affirmation Ben Powell. Um, he has his own podcast where he um, it's called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. So if that's interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Joe Biden. Mm. Oh yeah. And can we get can we get a, a thumbs up for Bernie Sanders? Hell yeah! Shout out to Bernie. Yeah. I can't see it, but I'm I'm thumbs upping very hard. cool. It's your turn, Marcus. Of course it's my turn. Uh, fucking vote for Bernie Sanders. Nice. Oh, yeah. Even if the DNC doesn't give him the fucking nomination. And if they don't, it's time to fucking riot. Go to Milwaukee. Get ready. We're going to tear that fucking city down. Woo! Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And for New Orleans to New York, we just shot our last load for the episode, baby. <laughs> We're out. We're out. <laughs>